Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the Jock Time Alpha Podcast, round 12, 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is disappointed he was banned from today's big freeze at the MCG. It's Adam Rosenbach. Oh, g'day, Michael. Yes, I am disappointed. I was excited. It's a great day for... Um for people getting together and to, to put money towards a good cause. It's a really great day, yeah. Uh, lots of people out in the beanies. Um, You're wearing one right now. I am. Uh, if you have a close look, mine is one of the knockoff ones I was selling out the front. <laughs> Freeze MNB. Uh, if you don't look closely, people are just... Mate, people are 20 bucks a pop. I get these from $1.50 from Bangladesh. We Junk Time has made quite the fortune today outside the MCG. Uh, and if you did buy one, they are fine as a beanie. All I'd say... Don't go near a heater. Don't go near a heater and don't wear them uh, in the rain. But apart from that, because uh, apparently some of the chemicals will burn right into your scalp. Gotcha, yeah. I think I think they're made from Agent Orange, but I'm not totally sure. Mate, it comes cheap over there. It's yeah. just whatever you can get you your hands get on. Get, yeah. It's fine. So yeah, no heaters, no water. But... Uh, Neil Danaher asked me last minute mm-hmm. if I wanted to go in. I said, mate, Neil, for you. Absolutely. Happy to slide down the slide for you. Mm-hmm. And I had spoken to Nick Rewald about it during the week and I told him what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And I reckon he stole my idea. Now, he went down as Freddie Mercury, right? You go, oh, a, a fellow musician. I told him I was going to be a musician. Mm-hmm. And he went down as one and everyone's getting, he's getting all the accolades. He got kind of best on ground. He got B.I.G. for People, the slide this year. Because he came out and it was a real ceremony, playing a bit of Queen in the background. He had the microphone. He, he actually looked the part too. <laughs> he, had the, he had the kind of the lithe body, didn't he? It did look really good. Yeah, it looked cool. It looked great, as did mine. So I rock up at the G. I'm ready to slide. I'm dressed as Michael Jackson. <laughs> I've got a child in one hand. I'm carrying a monkey. And they've gone, mate, you can't go down. And I was like, oh, please. They said you can't slide into the into the ice water. I said oh, I call it Jesus juice. <laughs> and they said, mate, you're not allowed to go down there. And I said, you tell me one thing that Michael Jackson has done wrong uh-huh. that bans me from sliding down the slide to raise money for MND. Yeah, and so then they said, okay, can't do that. So you put on your back backup outfit of yeah. a musician. It was Rolf Harris. Rolf Harris, and- yeah. And and again, I had my wobble board. I was surrounded by <laughs> adoring children. And once again, because I was going to surf the wobbleboard down. You had an M&D <laughs> ankle bracelet on. Yeah, that's that right. Yeah, and I had a beanie on my third leg. <laughs> so just, I mean, you try and have a little bit of fun. Okay, and people the PC just brigade. Mate. Yeah, the exactly. PC that's brigade. what it is, Michael. <laughs> the PC brigade, they're bloody shutting everything down. So it was, uh, it was a little disappointing. It's really cool. And they've actually turned it into like a one-hour TV show now. Like it went for a whole hour. I watched it uh, at my uh, family's place and it was really cool. Like it was actually awesome to watch them go down. And I loved how Cyril just rocked up. He said, I just got, I, oh. He was dressed as a like, tradie? Well, yeah. He kind of, he kind of said, I, I just got, what out, I got out of my cupboard. And then he kind of revealed that, you know, he's probably, you know, doing a few days a week labouring and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, working with the kids as well, what are you saying? But, but I, I thought I thought Cyril won it very, the... It was very Cyril, though. Like, it was yeah, very on true. brand. It was like, yeah. mate, I'm going to show up. I'm going to rock it. I haven't thought fight. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm going to nail it. Be a genius. Um, I, I really liked Liam Pickens. I thought the... Um uh, Joker. The Joker. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I do love it when Tim Tim, Tim Watson's looking at a guy in Joker face paint with green hair. And he says, <laughs> yeah. who are you? It's Did like, he say that? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, fuck. what the fuck do you think, mate? <laughs> what what could he have thought? See, the Joker, though. All right, everyone loves it. Uh, you go, oh, he's dressed as a Joker. The uh, Joker's a quite an evil character. He's a bad guy. Yeah, well, he, he talks blows about, up a fucking hospital. I think he talked about one child of his being scared by and the other one loved it. Yeah, okay. So he's like, oh, well, I'll just go with the one I love. And the good thing about Liam Picken is he can watch it again and go, oh, who's that Joker? (laughs) (laughs) So concussion's not great. No, that's not. Come on, mate. Too far. You know what? I'm disappointed, Michael. Uh, We we just lurch from one disappointment for another on this show. Yeah, sad things happening. We didn't get in the Hall of Fame. Fucking bullshit. Once Again. again, overlooked. For 20 years now, we've been overlooked. This is incredible. How are we not legends of the podcast Hall of Fame? How are we not better than Brad Hardy? Oh, that's a very good question. Like, how? No, literally, how are we not better than Brad Hardy? 
We've survived more than he survived. But like, if you go, have you ever been to the AFL Hall of Fame, the um, the museum, the MCG? I have been there. And they have the wing, and they have all the people, you know, all the people in the Hall of Fame, yep, and they yep. have the legend. They pay great tribute. Mm. What greater greater thing to do than to have us in there? So the kids, the, the school groups come in. <laughs> yeah. Press they, an interactive button. It yeah, goes. Yeah. You're a low dog cunt, <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. go. Oh, junk time just called me a low dog yeah, yeah. cunt. Push How good is this? Another button. Gatorade Bukaki. <laughs> That's what the kids need to learn these days. Yeah, they would love that. Not kind their of ABCs. Stuff. No, they need to learn about Bukaki, chicken salt, and low dog cunts. That would be great if you get you get a uh, a little bit of uh, you get a little bit of chicken salt for the first time. Many of these kids may not have tasted chicken Absolutely, salt. Absolutely, yeah. You know, say you've got a lot of uh, kids from the outer suburbs. They're not privy to chicken salt. They're not no. doing very well at all. Get that MSG into you right yeah, now. They just get. Little bit, little uh, lick the finger, dab it in, taste it, and they like immediately they're hooked. And then, and then they're coming back to the Hall of Fame week in, week out. And then also, if they go the premium junk time wing, Mm. they get the premium chicken salt. If you know what I mean, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) on top of my nose. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Stuff you've been selling. So that's that's a little bit disappointing, and and it was slightly tarnished. It was tarnished. This. past Hall of Fame inductee ceremony, Mick Malthouse was one of the ones uh, inducted. And how do you feel about that? Look, I mean, he has been a great servant to the game in terms of what he has brought to it on the field. Most games they've coached. Yeah, most games. He coached three flags. One, two, three, yep. Three flags. He's been across, what, one, two, three, four teams. Yep. Uh, you know, played in a premiership at Richmond. Mm-hmm. And so on the field, great servant of the game. Destroyed yeah. Carlton. Yeah, absolutely he did. Yeah. One of the best bits. I think that's actually what got him <laughs> that's over what got the him line. In? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm not sure about him. The panel's there going, hmm, I don't know. Like, you know, obviously a lot of games, a lot of premierships, yeah. a lot of grand finals. Mm, fucked up Carlton for a decade. Okay, let, let's <laughs> take him approval. Yeah, he didn't even have to do the other <laughs> shit. But off the field, that's where I feel, I feel that Malthouse uh, isn't quite the legend that you would expect of a Hall of Famer. Is he beloved? Yeah. Because I imagine if Jock McHale got in... Five years after it, well, he actually died yep. a few weeks after his final game. But if he Did lived, he? if he lived of and, a broken heart, well, they talk about it. As they talk about it, I can't remember the grand final. I'm going to say in the 30s sometime. That could be wrong. Okay, but they say it was such a tense match that. He did his heart. In fact, Adam, and I could be corrected here, there was a grand final where Jock McHale was not well and therefore did not coach in the actual game. He had mm-hmm. to stay home. Another coach did it, but they credit Jock McHale with that grand final win. Is that right? Yeah. Even I, though he's at home? Yeah, I'd have to look around the, on the Google machine right now, but I don't want to do that to kind of kill the enigmatic flow we've got going right now. That is true. But there was a game, when he died, there was a very tight game, yep. and then he died a few weeks after that. And so they say that game almost almost killed him. But okay. if he survived that five years and got brought into the Hall of Fame, mm. would he be beloved? I wonder about that. Because Mick Malthouse comes in, but you don't go, yeah, fuck, Mick Malthouse, in. Yeah, I, I don't even know if Collingwood people think that. And, and yeah. you know, the, the reason that you can easily say this is because uh, the man that he was... Um, uh, coach of for what ten years, yeah, yeah. and he was captain, you know, uh, captain under under Mick Malthouse. Um, Nathan Buckley came out and basically said, and this is what I love about it. So they've been as, apart from each other for what eight years now, nine years. So end of twenty eleven, yeah, yeah. So they just lost a the flag, years, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just lost a grand final. Bucks took over 2012. Yeah, Buck said, Mick and I don't get on. He no. doesn't want to know about me. Shit. I am now an enemy. An enemy. In his eyes. And this is what I love. He will rewrite history to make sure that's always the case. That's awesome. Now, that's not a man who's beloved, <laughs> is it? And he says, uh, but I think I understand Mick, right? So he understands him. He gets inside him. He goes, okay. he was a young kid scrapping to put that next meal on the plate. And that drove him. That was his attitude through his whole life. So he's saying that uh, Mick is a bit of a... And he called him, and this is... I love this, uh, these quotes from Bucks. He said, Mick had rat cunning and was a master manipulator. Now, I put it to you. Question without notice. Oh, come on, mate. We've talked about this. Would you want your legacy to be known as, as rat, rat cunning, cunning and, and master manipulator. manipulator? Well, that's the thing. That's what I wonder because I think about the legend, uh, the Hall of Fame thing that day. Yep. Who's walking out of there and going, what a top bloke? Like, obviously, no there are people who do think that, but, but you don't see... They're the, far between. You don't see the platitudes of being going, oh, my God, you know, it's amazing, it's fantastic. They did cut to Bucks when Mick was up there, and Buck was looking pretty frowny. Now, now granted, that's Buck's, you know, resting face. Yes. But he was pretty frowny. But, 
uh, Brad Hardy, who is another person who was inducted on that night, yeah, fucking hates Mick Malthouse. Hates Mick Malthouse, yeah. Most people do. If famously, famously got dragged and took off his jumper yes. and swung it at the coach's box. Yeah, which yeah. Did, amazingly didn't get him back on the ground. <laughs> but if anyone described me in any way... In, with a, with rat a, cunning and master manipulator. Any word that has... Any sort of description that has rat in it. Yeah. It's never positive. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a really good rat dog, that guy. Well, what about oh, root it? rat? Okay. You, you'd, oh, claim that. you'd claim that. I stand corrected. <laughs> Adam Rosenbach's root rat. <laughs> check it out. When Rosenbach's around, hey, ladies' man. No, I, I do stand corrected Although, although ladies' man and root rat is a different thing, isn't it? Ladies' man is like, you know, charming. Root yes, rat is yes. like... Yeah, Grubby. Yuck. yuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, Me. Yeah, you're a bit, you're a bit roofy. Bitch. <laughs> I'm not a bit roofy. Um, but then uh, Mick, Mick... He was shattered by these kind. He didn't know. He had no idea. The Bucks didn't like him. No, absolutely. He thought they were fucking tired. He thought, just by the fact they hadn't talked for eight years, it was like, oh, you just know, coincidence. That's pe- what things happen in mixed world. People drift. Yeah, exactly. People drift apart. Uh, he says he's never treated uh, Bucks as an enemy in his life. Uh-huh. Never. Even when they were coaching against each other. No. Nope, nope. Tight as in mixed head. Absolutely. He was like, fuck, can't wait to see Bucks. Yep. Even though he's going to be in a coach's box a little bit further down. Really looking forward to him. Uh, he said, I've got the utmost respect for his playing career. And for the way he's been able to turn around his coaching career. Okay. So he says, nice. shit coach early days. All right, fucking begrudgingly. I suppose he got into a grand final last year. Turn not happy around. about it. Not happy about that. But you know what Mick's most disappointed about? Is it's had a massive effect on his family, Michael. Yeah, and also he talked about having a massive effect on the other people who got inducted into the Hall of Fame. That it hid their glory. So on like Tuesday night, we're all going Hall of Fame. Bloody hell, we love them. Wednesday morning, we wake up and we're like... What happened last night We don't care about it. We're talking about Mick and Bucks Yeah He said they've been robbed And cheated of their recognition mm. Which in a way they have Because it was uh, Ken Hunter Who was one of my favourite players At Carlton yeah, Brad yeah. Hardy and, and Ron Evans Who was one of, an administrator mm. Yeah yeah And a player Yeah And administrated really fucking well mm-hmm, Definitely Yeah man And he also owned Spotless Is that right? He ran that So whenever you walk into the MCG Or Marvel or whatever And you yeah. hand over You know $75,000 for a bucket of chips Thank Ron Evans <laughs> That's why he got in there because the AFL's made so much money. He probably catered the Hall of Fame dinner. <laughs> He's going to bring out more. Keep it coming. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't care if no one eats it. They're paying for it. Yeah, yeah. They go, oh, I thought it was like the Palladium. It was like five stars. No, you get a hot dog. Hot yeah. dog. And you get a, yeah. a schnitzel burger. Yeah. And you get a bottle of water. <laughs> and that's $7.80, mate. Yeah. You get the chicken and the fish. You go, I don't want both. You go, mate, AFL's, it's on the AFL. So he was shattered that his family, his girls and his wife were affected by what took place, mate. They feel that every time Mick gets an accolade, his head gets knocked over. Wow, really? That's Mick talking about himself. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. And is there anything that Mick's taking on board that every time he does get an accolade, his head gets knocked over? Like, is Mick taking anything on board? Like, whenever anything good happens to him, people go, you're a low dog. Yeah. And you go, hmm, maybe I should look in- inwards a bit. Well, no, because he's got rat cunning and he's a master master manipulator. It's almost like he's manipulated this in a masterly way (laughs) to turn it back on Bucks. So Bucks looks like the bad guy and the guy with rat cunning comes out on top. that smelling like roses? (laughs) Fuck, he's a smart man. Mick Malthouse, you've done it again. He's been the master manipulator. (laughs) Fuck, the rat cunning. Oh, no, good on him, good on him. Fuck, rat cunning, mate. If there, anyone ever describes me as rat cunning, you're like, I'd be devastated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, don't read my Twitter feed. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, we've got a new sponsor, Adam. About time. Yeah, yeah. And don't skip through. It's a good one, okay? Yes. This so is... we just found out during the week, uh, well, there's been talk around town about, you know, AFL... Well, over the years of AFL players and gambling. Well, yeah, and the, and the rumour the rumor mill has been uh, huge over the last few weeks. A couple of very high-profile players who apparently over half a million dollars in debt to not booking agencies no. but uh, to bikies. That's yeah. the rumour that's floating around. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. all of our listeners would have heard of that. Yeah, and then a lady came out during the week who was a bit of a um, well, psychologist, I suppose. Yes. Um, and, gee, I, I feel weird about that, her coming out and talking about... People that she had talked... She didn't talk about names or anyone, but she talked about meeting with players and meeting with players and their partner to talk about their gambling problems. Yes. And so we thought there's... Well, there's there's a market there. Yeah. And so we want to announce our new sponsor called Junkbet. Yeah, so we've, yeah. we decided that there was a, there's a market there that sports bet are getting a lot of money that they probably didn't need. Yeah. And so we saw 
an opening in an already flooded market. <laughs> and so we are bringing out our own betting agency, Junk Bet. Junk Bet. And we aren't going to cater to anybody in the public. No, no, no. You have to be an AFL player. Mm-hmm. Should we cater to former AFL players? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Former AFL because they've got money too. Well, yeah. uh, particularly the ones, if you aren't in the media, we don't really want to know about you. Yeah, sure, sure. If you've got a media job or you're a manager, yeah, you've yeah. got access to, uh, if you're a manager particularly, if you've got access to players' funds. Accounts, Yes. Then yes. we want. Then you are welcome at Junk Bet, and we are offering some fantastic odds, yeah, some wild yeah. and wonderful odds. Yeah, odds that you won't get anywhere. And else. also, we are more than happy to accept things that aren't money. So imagine if you go to Sportsbet and say, you know, hundred bucks or yeah. my couch. You know, they're not going to take that. They won't take that. Yeah, but they'll take the money. But junk we, bet. Oh, junk bet. We are open. We we'll <laughs> take your Brownlow. Yeah, we'll take your your EJ Witten medal. Uh, we'll take anything. We'll take your former, you know, club best and fairest from your junior years. You, we'll if take you wore that. a pair of boots for your thousandth goal. We'll take that. Junk yeah. bed. We'll take we'll that. Put, and give we you will. generous odds. <laughs> we will roll that back into you. We are, we are the uh, we betting are Australia's ag- premium betting agency for rich footballers. Yes, absolutely. If you if never played a game, we don't want to fucking talk, talk to you. We don't even care oh. who you are. Can I just no? I'll stop you there. Why do you want officials involved? No, no, I, no. I'm saying like uh, if you're a rookie. If you're a rookie, gotcha. we are. We will get you on board. Yeah, sure. We'll give you your first thousand bets free. Yep. But you have to give us your next thousand bets. That's the only thing we <laughs> ask of you. So we will get our hooks into you very early on. Mm-hmm. But fuck, there's some juicy odds. You can win a lot of money from junk bet. And I tell you what, guys, if you've bought a house, like if you just bought freshly, you know, your first purchase of a house, mm. like just come talking to us. Like we can, we'll divvy up a living room, divvy up a lounge room. So we come to a house and we go, well, look, you own the house, you know. Basically, but we have the living room, okay? We have the bedroom. We are happy. We have the bathroom. We can break it down. I'm happy to talk to banks. I'm happy to take on mortgages. Mm -hmm. If you need to roll that over, you go, mate, I've got $480,000 on this house. You go, mate, give it to us. I'll talk talk to to the bank managers. Uh, Junk bet, we'll take care of it. We're sorted. And if you win, you get your house back and you can buy yourself another house. How's that, Mocker? You can get two houses it out of It could absolutely happen, but I guarantee you it fucking won't. Yeah. They're degenerates. Because some of the... Some of the horse races in Azerbaijan that we have access to, yeah, sure. You may not know whether you've won or not, mm-hmm. legitimately, but mm-hmm. we know the results. Yeah, and look, we we have a lot of information about cryptocurrency, yeah, which that's we're right. happy to pass on. And it may not be our our forte, but we're happy to pass on the information. You name me another betting agency that will allow up to eighth place. Uh-huh. You can get eighth place. That is a fucking great. That is how generous we are, mate. We will take bets. On games that have already finished. Mate, we're taking bets on Little League at halftime. Yeah, I'm fucking onto that. Mate, those kids in the red on Saturday, they won me a lot of money. Yeah, sure. Um, halftime on the big screen. Bongo cam, uh, oblivious, oblivious cam. cam. What's it going to be? Yeah, is it going to be 55 we're gonna seconds? The odds. Is it going to be a minute? We're all over that sort of shit. So get on down to junk bet um, before we get banned. Yes. And before we get taken to the Supreme Court. And uh, yeah... Um, we will need an offshore betting, uh, offshore <laughs> bank account yeah, sure. for, if you need your yeah. money. But if again, any, if anyone's mum or dad lives in the Cayman Islands, we might need that. And by the way, we might need to fake our death at some stage. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's right. If anyone out there uh, works at the um, the morgue, mm. can replace our blood type. Yes, <laughs> that'd be handy. Yeah, if you know a coroner. Yeah, can I get some new fingerprints? That'd be handy. Absolutely. Mm-mm. So anyway, get on board, junk bet. Uh, Adam, the Blues, mate. Bolton, gone this week. Didn't need him. G-O-N-E. Did not need him. So at about 8.30 in the morning, a few of the power brokers met. And then at about 10.30 in the morning, they went down on the Monday. Yes. Uh, to meet with Brennan Bolton at his manager's house. First thing he knew about it, when Brennan yeah. knocked on the door. But they, apparently the week before, Kane Little, our CEO, had said to him, mate, you've got to get a result against Essendon or else you're in big, big trouble. Yeah, sure. So for whatever reason, Carlton thought that we had four winnable games. Mm-hmm. Because we're very good, and we looked at it. So we have Sakilda Essendon. We got the Bulldogs this week, and then I can't remember who we must have the following week. But they looked at it and have gone. Oh, Freo. They're winnable, maybe. Yeah. They're looking at it and they yeah. said, you know, if we can get to two and two out of this, but we got flogged against Essendon. And they went, that's it. We're yep. done. And it's funny how like uh, the journalists just follow people around. So they went, Kane Little. He's supposed to be on three W at eight thirty. He cancelled mm. that appointment, and they went right. Writing's on the wall. It's Does all it over. Brad Lloyd met with uh, Matt LeBlanc yes. at his office, I think, in early the city. In the morning, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. So okay. they went, oh, those two, they should be meeting at this time yeah, in the sure, city. Sure, sure. What's going on? Then the players were uh, told on there when they were coming into the club, don't talk to the waiting media. Yep. And so they were like, oh, well, that's weird. Something's up. Yeah. 
And so then they got there and they said to Bolt, uh, uh, how's Get Fuck Sound? Yeah, sure. And they said it was a fiery meeting, a yeah. passionate meeting. He defended, he, he said that the young people are coming through. That was the main gist that he was trying to get across. He was sort of thrown to the wolves in the fact that they did a complete and utter rebuild. Mm-hmm. He's, the team against Essendon was one of the youngest teams I've ever fielded. So he was up against it, but they just weren't getting the results. And that showed on Saturday that we were, we could get results when the team was uh, told to do the right thing. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. So, Bolts, what's the problem you're saying? Well, see, as a Carlton supporter, uh, they kept saying that they needed help for Patrick Cripps, okay? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of young people in there. They were playing Ed Kerno in the forward line. He's one of the best taggers in the game. We tagged Lockie Neal out of the game on Saturday. We win. Yeah, gotcha. And so that that's a big body that, you know, Bolts could have had around the team. I think he became a bit too rigid in what he wanted to do. And wasn't listening to assistance, and that's what I'd heard. I was watching the uh, Carlton game from afar, and mm. I reckon that Cripps game was... I mean, everyone knows it's unbelievable, but that's like a five-vote Brownlow game. It was... It was incredible. Unbelievable. It was... Yeah. You know, it was literally a dude going, I'm going to quarter or whatever, game. I'm going to put you all on my shoulders, yeah. and I'm going to win this game for you. Yeah, his yeah. third and fourth quarters were the, the best I've seen in uh, many, many years. Yeah, Kuda-like, do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because he just dominated everywhere. He, was, he wasn't taking big pack marks down uh, back, but everything he did was just, you know, he was killing it. Yeah, cool. And everyone lifted around him. And, yep. you know, I think Carlton kicked like eight out of nine goals. I mean, we were six goals down. Carlton don't come back from six goals down. Yeah. But we're a very good team, Michael, so watch out the Blues. Are uh, there are a few people you want on the uh, shortlist for being coach. I reckon this is about the fifth time we've fucking talked about this. I know. This I know. The, the one I actually did ABC Radio on Saturday and... Mate, uh, we've all got a lot going on. I spoke to Sam Mitchell. Oh, did you? He was one of the guests. Did you call him a low dog? I may have withheld some of the things I've said on this <laughs> podcast about Sam Just Mitchell. Just like when you were at Mick Malthouse at Front Bar a few weeks ago. You'd, may you'd not have uh, him said... Say, hey, you I, fucking old... I said you rat, rat cunning. cunning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I said, mate, come on, come to the Blues. And yeah. he categorically shut it down. He, he shut down North and he shut down the Blues. Wants to do more of an apprenticeship. But yes. there's also talk that the there may be a gentleman's agreement that when Clarko ditches out that Sam Mitchell comes in. Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm sensing. Yeah, is yeah. It's probably going to happen. Uh, I don't really have a choice for anyone that's out there. I mean, everyone keeps talking about Ross Lyon, and I don't know why they keep on bringing Ross Lyon's name up, but you know what? Carlton can kick four goals all by themselves. We don't need Ross Lyon's help. Well, he actually, during the week, and I, th- I imagine he was here for the Hall of Fame, but Ross Lyon uh, got caught having fish and chips with sauce. No, I think he stayed over because... Uh, well, they played here against Collingwood last weekend, so I reckon he just hung around after that. Oh, okay, just got a few days off. Yeah, just, just chilling checking out. it out. You know, and he and he and Sauce own a pub together. They own the, the one, Lord Newry. Yeah, on, on Brunswick Street, St George's Road. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he got spotted having lunch with uh, Ross Lyon, fish and chips, in Ligon Street. Now, can I just say? I know people are saying that these two shouldn't be seen together. One's a list manager of a team that's just lost a coach. Yeah, yeah. The other one's a coach who has skipped out on a uh, a contract on before. a contract before, but. That fish and chip shop in Ligon Street, I mean, I know it's just a regular hook to you and I, but you know how hard it is to get a, uh, a reservation there, Michael? So if you get one, you don't fucking knock it back. Are you actually being serious here? No. No, but actually I'm looking at the menu right now. So, because what Ross said, and I've, I've got a few bits here. It's got a bit of Japanese in there as well, doesn't it? Well, Ross Lyon said, uh, I had a beautiful barramati bowl with sea-style fish and chips, the best in Carlton. He's a close friend of mine, so nothing suspicious there. I think there was any subterfuge. Sub- uh, that's a great Ross Lyon word to use. Like, any subterfuge uh, going on. I don't think we'd be sitting in the main strip of Carlton restaurants. But looking through the menu, I just got it up here. So they've got a, they've got a bit of everything. They've got tacos. they got burgers. Yeah. They've got um, their classic sides. I mean, we know the classic sides down at seasalt.com.au. What have we got? We've got chips? Uh, chips, calamari, um, mm. sweet potato chips, potato cake, dim sim, onion rings. Do you see your sweet potato chips as healthier than your normal chips? Uh, I do in my head, but I'm not sure yeah. if that's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you go, I'll have sushi, but sushi actually isn't that great for you. No. Um, oysters. They've got oysters. Shit, man. 12 for 40 bucks. Um, they've got a barramundi bowl that Ross had, which has uh, pan-roasted barramundi, Asian greens... Uh, noodles, ginger, miso dressing, twenty two ninety. Yeah, so, so it's got a bit of a Japanese, uh, Asian-y theme in there. I suppose so. The other thing I was thinking... Do you Can I just say, Asian greens is very vague. Do you reckon that's the fish and chip shop where Juddy got 
confronted by that bloke. It is the exact ago. one. Yeah, yeah so wow. it's near the Cinema Nova if you've been if you've been down Ligon Street in Carlton. Uh-huh. So that should be part of our... Remember a few years ago we talked about doing a junk time bus tour? Going around <laughs> to all the notorious spots? Yes. So we'd go to like the pubs where they had punch-ons or whatever. We'd go to the, you know... We could um, go to the bakery where Ricky Nixon yeah, launched his... Yeah, I think that's uh, where it came from. Yeah, we go to the bakery. Yeah. Uh, we go to the car yard where Gary Ablett Senior got beaten up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> in <Geelong>. <laughs> <laughs> We can go to the uh, the um, laneway where Ross, uh, where uh, Gary Ablett and Ricky Nixon punched yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to the laneway where Rex Hunt would hang out as well. Yeah, we sure. We go to lots of places. I think we might need to add, if we ever do it in the future, add the, the fish and chip shop on Ligon Street. To can I just say... Jump time bus tour. I know you. we are joking. I actually think that the bus tour would be a fucking great idea, Jump Timers. Dude, we brought it up like three years ago, I reckon, and and we had a whole bunch of things. I have to go back and listen to the archives, but there was about five or six or seven or eight places. Like, we'd have, I think there was the place where Dildo, Fev had the Dildo, was that Taxi? Oh, yeah, that was a Fed Square. Yeah, so we had a few places like that. Now, I'm not sure what we do once we just point out that's where Fev was, unless we recreate it, Fev will do whatever, but... Yeah. I, I think if we got a minibus, we could easily fill that. Junk mm. Timers would want to come along, and they just come along for the fun of it. We have a frothy at every stop. And most of them are frothy places, like yes. where there's alcohol to be had. Well, it's, it seems to be some sort of coincidence. And we can head down and have maybe a barramundi bowl down at the um, fish and oh, shop. Oh, yes, of course. We can stop off for lunch. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. like I mean, yeah, we talked about it ages ago. Yeah, it's an actual thing. Um, so tell me what. Um, the roof open at Marvel. Yeah, so I went to the game on uh, on Saturday. Jeez, uh, Carlton being down six goals, but it was a very good win. Mm-hmm. Patrick Cripps. Yeah, we talked about that. Very good player. Yeah. Sort of bring it up again. So on the way in, I heard that the roof, uh, Ralph, was going to be open, and I was disappointed. Mm. I mean, there's, you know what, on one hand, you kind of like it. It was a really nice day in Melbourne. It was about 18 degrees. And you do like to not be indoors. You know, it's a bit of a car park when you're in at uh, Marvel Stadium. But to have the roof open for half the crowd is just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. They're all looking directly into the sun. So because are you of, looking directly in the sun? No, I, uh-huh. I'm on a wing. Yeah. So if you're down behind a goal, behind one of the goals, uh, which is like the, I'm trying to think, the southern end. What are you watching on TV? Uh, so to the right. Yeah. So if you're down that end of the stadium, fucking can't see shit. Yeah, okay. And the players... Couldn't see it. So as the day went on, the shadow moved further across uh, half back and then into the into the back line. So I covered the full ground. Mm. But the players during the second quarter, we were kicking down that end. Carlton players, you could see them putting their hands over their eyes and couldn't yeah, judge sure, where the sure, ball was sure, coming sure. in. Yeah, so why, why have it open then? Yeah, it just doesn't make any yeah. sense. And then watching the TV, I think I saw one clip. It's awful on telly. And it was like literally a player coming from the black of the shadow. And you had no idea where they were and kicking for goal. And it went through or whatever. That's all fine and game. Oh, that was the Charlie Kernow goal in the pocket. There we go, On yeah. the flank. Yeah, because um, TV cameras can't pick it up quick enough. You know what it's like when you try and take a picture on your iPhone when there's dark and light. And it kind of just can't pick it up. It just stays on the black or then it goes way too... You know what I'm talking about, man. No, 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 for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got to... Um, I want to take you through the um, the Twitter account for Ralph the Roof. Can I very quickly? Please. He we love announced Ralphie. that on um, the Saturday he was going to be open. What time did he announce that? Uh, does he it, announced does that. Does timestamp there? Uh, 10.24am. Uh, so they knew early it was going to be a nice day. So that's three yeah, hours okay. before the game. So someone replied. And I just want to run this through by the fact that these people are literally replying to a Twitter account of a roof. Okay? Now, Not only replying, following... Yeah, well, that's true as well, though I think we might follow him, and we have replied to him a few times. Well, that is true. But also, what, what difference does it make? Like, if it's open, you go, I'm not going. Well, I'll, I'll get to that, mate. Um, so he said, I'm open, and then a bloke said, how about you just close the roof? Ralph l- replied. Fuck, that's blunt, though, isn't yeah, it? You I get know. a bit of respect to Ralph. <laughs> but Ralph replied, I'm just doing my job. Okay, mate. Also, that's what the Nazis did, mate. Okay, <laughs> okay Ralph? Yeah, people in the death Ralph. camps just doing their job. And then people go, we're going to go, woohoo, open is great. Okay, that's all cool. And all people were providing, kind of replying with memes. And someone said, thanks, Ralph, great to, great day to be open. Again, replying to a, a fictional... An inanimate Yeah, object. object. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like a... Uh, someone replied with another, that um, uh, Happy Gilm, no, no, um, uh, Billy, Billy Madison, Madison. clip. Like, that's the stupidest thing you've ever heard. And, okay. You know, that, that meme. Um, someone put that hashtag team closed. Someone replied, looks like it's the catch for me. So like you said, someone said, I'm not going to go not going. if the roof is going to be open. But you know what? If you're a Carlton and or Brisbane fan, you've just made it a hundred times worse for yourself by watching it on the telly. Or are you just going to get on the couch and watch Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, sure, sure. Are you going to watch a show that's not filmed in half light, half black? Or, or hire the apartment block, like the top floor of that. 
over oh. the road so you can maybe watch them from above. Okay. Um, someone said, that's a bad roof. In Go which eat. case, they would love the roof being open. Because how many games did they miss out on? They've hired that apartment for that reason. (laughs) Someone said, that's a bad roof. Go to your room. Okay, again, fictional Mm. account. Yep. Uh, And then someone said, please close the damn thing. It's shocking for fans and broadcasters on a sunny day. And one guy, the final guy who got very excited said, exactly, no, exactly fucking disgraceful. We've got a roof (laughs) for a reason. And he tweeted that to the Twitter account of the roof. Yes. So, good on you, mate. No, I I like it. There was a a lot going on at the... um, at the Carlton Lions game on the weekend, someone got booted out. Mm. So a man, uh, and I was actually listening to 3OW on the way home, and he rang in. So apparently umpire Matthew Nichols, I believe it might have been, was walking off and someone had yelled something out to him and he pointed to him at security and then police came over and got him. And so... Can I read the bit to you? Love, please. He said, all I said was... Now, I, don't, I, I imagine this is the quote from 3RW. Yes. Um, he said, all I said was, you can't call the ball one-handed, you ball-headed flog. Yes. Now, what does he mean by can't call the ball one-handed? No, I think that meant to say you can't handball one-handed. Okay, well, I'm just reading from the age. Okay, okay? That, okay. That, that's what I heard uh, him say on 3RW on the okay. weekend. He said, you can't handball one-handed, handball one-handed, you bald-headed, bald-headed flog. flog. And then he continued. And then he's just pretty much stamped his hand on the side of the wall there, oh, pointed to a aggressive. security guard and sort of chucked me. That's aggressive. You can't be banging on the stadium. Was he using that, that good English when he called in? It wasn't as bad as the article <laughs> makes him seem. But I, you just wonder. And, and the thing was, because uh, um, 3RW's reporter was down on the boundary. Yeah, Jackie Reid, she reported. Yeah, I know, Jack, yeah. She's yeah. really cool. And she said that that's what he said, bald-headed flog. So she really? like, corroborated okay, that that's, that's what he said. It wasn't like bald-headed flog, cunt, I know where you live. Because we thought that maybe, you know, like last week or A whatever. green maggot. Yeah, we thought maybe something else. Bald-headed flog, okay. So let, well, well, we'll take it off Jack's word that yes. he did actually say bald-headed flog and got kicked out. So he was saying afterwards, uh, so the security guards pointed out to him, they took him to a cop who then took him to the AFL integrity that's unit. That's what I love. The AFL Integrity Office. So they're just sitting back. They're just going, fuck, quiet day. Roof's open. Everyone's pretty calm. Yeah, can't and say then shit. Ha- half time, woo, siren goes off. They're fucking, they've all got their Black Ops gear on. But what I love is that, <laughs> okay, the, the guy called it out, bald-headed flog. Is that fucking that harsh? No, it's not. If you're going bald, yeah. fucking deal with it, no, mate. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm sure. Unless, imagine he didn't know that. He's like, you know, get that little patch at the back. Yeah, sure. He's, he's walking like down the, the race. You're bald ahead of flog. He goes, who is that? At? He goes, me. Kind of dysmorphia. He's like, you know, combing his hair in the morning. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, it's um, like, fuck. Honey, I have something to tell you. Yeah. Okay. I love the idea, though, that they go, okay, uh, bald head of flog. Hey, you, cops come. Yeah. Or security probably comes. Yes. Hands into the cops. Absolutely. And then they go, what? We need to go to a higher power. Absolutely. We need to go to the AFL integrity unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the Black Ops Division would have taken so over. So where does it go? Is it, does it go Cops, AFL integrity unit, uh, Commissioner AFP? Gordon. Like, oh. I mean, with the AFL... Would no, 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 no. AFL integrity unit would be way above the AFP. Gotcha. So why wasn't the AFL integrity unit raiding the ABC during the week? Getting all the files. No, they're probably too busy uh, raiding Robbo's desk because <laughs> he's been fuck. He's been onto stuff this week, Robbo. So that's. The, I uh, think the AFL Integrity Unit is the highest uh, policing unit we have in the land, in the country, and we don't really use it that much except for extreme ex, uh, um, incidents. People, yeah, where people go too far. Well, people have called someone a bald-headed flog, <laughs> and not only that, but he smacked the, he smacked Marvel Stadium. Yeah, sure, sure. You don't yeah. mishandle a stadium like that. Yeah, and then they chucked me. Did they? Yeah, they chucked me, mate. That's fucking disgusting. How did he come across on the radio? Like, did the uh, broadcasters, were they kind of... Good no, they were on his side because the AW reporter said that that's what yeah, he said. Yeah, okay, yeah, Jack was So they were yeah, like, cool. oh, that, that's that's over the top. If you said... And they just kept saying it, flog. Yeah, got So they're happily saying that. So yeah, if you're sure. a kid in the car with your dad, you go, what's, yeah. what's flog, dad? It's like that. Yeah. Well... Yeah, it's an umpire. umpire. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy, you fucking idiot. I do love it. I do love it. They take you into a room at Marvel somehow. Yeah. It's the door opens and it's like, there's an AFL integrity in a black ops. It's like, I've been expecting you. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon they hold like the grand final record against your ribs and just start punching into that? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't break your ribs? Oh, no. Not again. <laughs> they hit you with a three-day-old piece of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, oh, don't. 
<laughs> Don't do that. But what a celebration for uh, Marvel Stadium this week. They won best stadium in the world. Mate, nothing is going wrong for this stadium. <laughs> Ralph's flying. getting fucking accolades. <laughs> Marvel Stadium has been... Uh, it's the first Australian venue to win a top international award. Yep, so the Stadium Business Awards mm. had a ceremony in Manchester and they won Global Venue of the Year despite the fact that, A, if the roof the roof's open, you can't see anything. Yep. B, the roof has a Twitter account. C, people reply to the roof Twitter account. D, players get injured on the surface. E, the surface is too hard. F, the deal was shit for fucking decades. <laughs> <laughs> and G. G, the MCG's heaps fucking better. It's not even it's, it's not even the best one in Melbourne. Amy like, Stadium is what, better than that. What were they nominated against? Fucking Witten Noble or something? <laughs> <laughs> it was up against uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, yep. which is where the Falcons play. Levi's Stadium in San Fran. No, that was, uh, that's a soccer stadium, the California one. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I looked that up. Yeah. And MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, which is where the Giants and the Jets play. Uh, they're up, oh, no. That might have been last year. Oh, no, I tell you, they, 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 they're previous winners. Oh, they're previous yeah, winners. Sorry, the category just below. So, they're up against um, State Farm Arena Atlanta. So, yeah, I imagine where the Hawks play. Gotcha. Uh, oh, maybe not, actually. Uh, Eddie Ed, Manchester. So, Man U, I imagine. Um, and then there's a bank. No, Eddie had his Man City. Bank of uh, California. So, we fucked up all of that. But yeah. anyway, because <laughs> we're, we're in shock that Marble won. And then you look at also down. Oh, look, look. Well, the chief, the chief executive of uh, of Marvel, Michael Green, never heard of him before, but I like that he's kept a low profile. He says we work hard to make sure that our fans have a great experience at the stadium. Yeah, sure. Do sure. you? Do you work really hard? Yeah, you know, like you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes before the game. You know, you can't fucking get into the yeah, stadium, and yeah. then also on the way out, and you like got thousands of people walking up that walkway, and you go, oh, if there's a this is a crash. We all die pretty yeah, quick. Absolutely. And why did they put that angle? You know, when you're walking towards Southern Cross Station, yeah, yeah. there's that angle in there. You don't, go, just make a straight path, you mate, fucking idiot. Mate, they did it because they're the best. Who fucks up a footbridge? We've got a bad <laughs> footbridge over that stadium. Yeah, that's the shittest footbridge in Melbourne. It really is. Anyway, people coming from all around the world come to Marvel Stadium. Yeah, I would say so. Stadium like, of the year. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even bother with the MCG tours. Why bother? Go straight to Marvel. Yeah, go to the go to the Marvel the Marvel Hall of Fame there. Do you think it will become? They have no. This is the, the seat where Chris Hemsworth sat, and this is the seat where Matt Damon sat. Oh yes, and this is the seat where Gil McLaughlin sat, trying to talk to Chris Hemsworth <laughs> and Matt Damon. Forty records are going to be re- rewritten, Michael. We talked about this a little bit ago, I reckon about two or three years ago when it first brought up, and they talked about how there were going to be new premierships, essentially appreciating the premierships of the VFA. So for the people who are not around, the Victorian Football Association, that was the initial competition before they broke away at the end of 1896 to form the VFL. And so this has kind of come out of Geelong. So uh, Colin Carpenter, the uh, president, has Mm -hmm. come out and basically because I think they want to say that next year is the 150th year of football. Of the competition as such. Yes, to make it the longest standing uh, competition in the world. And the only way to do that is to say it started in 1870, in which case 26 years of records Mm. need to be handed out, like of of, uh, premierships and stuff, which... Very uh, happily, Carlton gets six. It actually works out really well for you guys. So the, the, the premiership ladder changes up a bit. So uh, Carlton gets six, Essendon gets four, Colin will get one, Geelong gets seven. So that's, so that's, that's really why they're pushing, aren't they? Mm. It's funny that, actually, because I looked at that and thought Geelong had nine flags. And you think about it and you go, I, I suppose that local memory of you go, wow, they won three. And you think, wow, I would have thought they had more than nine. Yes. But um, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then, you know, rah, 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 rah until down the bottom. Um, but also, uh, Hawthorne don't get any because they didn't exist then. Like, it's a bit... I can see how it doesn't uh, really work for a lot of teams. When did you guys come into the comp? Totally sure when we came into the VFA. I think we, we might have been around that time, but we were shit for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I think it might have been 1924, the Bulldogs won a flag in the VFA and therefore they piqued the interest of the VFL and said, hey, do you want to come in? Is that right? Is that how it I worked? I think that might have... What okay, happened, you guys aren't bad. I think they get an extra one. Um... Oh, no, on the list here it says they don't. Anyway, maybe they, maybe they made the grand final or something like that. Okay. Um, so my thought here would be, okay, and, you know, it's... You know, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, they talk about the, the, the AFL kind of considering it. Like, yeah. the committee is kind of looking at it and going, yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. But there's one man who's pushing particularly hard against it. It seems to be the Geelong guy, yeah. 
No, against oh, it. Oh, against it, yeah, yeah, Eddie. Eddie Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah he has because a few problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a massive problem because they drop way down the list. Well, my only thought would be that the VFA, as yes, it was a competition of its own right, but the VFL was a breakaway from the VFA. Therefore, it's a brand new competition. And then the VFL has continued along until 1990 when it changed its name and, yes, had new, you know, new teams come into it. But as much as the VFA was a part of the competition... The VFL was a brand new competition just with some of those teams. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, they split into two separate things. Yeah, so they became their own entity and you go, oh, you're a different comp. I suppose so. Yeah, so, well, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. because some of the teams that played in the VFA didn't go to the VFL. Uh, well, a lot of them. A lot of them, yes, yes. Yeah. And then there are some teams that never played in the VFA. Yes, so, that's right. you know, Richmond, um, well, sorry, no, 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 I'll tell you a lie. Um, Stop, fuck. Yeah. Enough with the lies, mate. Uh, did Richmond come from the VFA? I actually don't know. Oh, anyway, I've got to look into books. But I reckon um, things are fine, okay? So we're okay. I say it doesn't change. Yeah, I say have your nine flags for Geelong and have your seven for the VFA and put them in your foyer, put yeah. your cups in the foyer and yeah, say yeah. that was great, that's what we won. As they do with, you know, other trophies that don't exist anymore. AFLX, like Wi- Wizard Cup. Like fucking the, the world championships they'd play in like Miami in 1989, <laughs> you know. There are still teams that kind of quote that. Who won that? I think it was Hawthorne Collingwood and I think Collingwood got up. Ah, oh, damn it. But that shit like that, you know. They've yeah, got absolutely. And cabinets, like, yeah, whatever, fine, yeah. But yeah, it, it, everything's fine. Like, hey, Adam, you want to do some footballers in real life to wrap up? Mate, we didn't have any last week and people, people felt sorry for it, so they're yeah. on board. Actually, oh, we didn't get onto the... Um, uh, video review. Oh, fuck. Fucking nightmare. What a debacle that was. So this is Friday night, the biggest stage, Michael, the marquee game, mm-hmm. Friday night. Uh, Jack Higgins kicks a goal from the pocket. Mm-hmm. The umpire on the ground said it's a behind. And the video said it was a goal. Yes. And then it came up on the screen behind, mm-hmm. which means that they've even overruled the umpire because it didn't say umpire's decision. Mm-hmm. It went, no, no, definitively, we say it's a fucking behind. Yep. And it missed a post by what? About half a foot? Half a foot, I reckon. And they had the angle too. It wasn't like last week where they didn't look at the right footage. Yeah. They had the angle. But also, they talk now about bringing a bunker, okay? Yes. A bunker. A centralised bunker. A centralised bunker. But at the same time, I'm thinking, how does that improve things? Apart from it being, well, does that mean more people are looking at footage? They have more people who can look at different footage at the same time? Is that what the bunker's meant to do? Uh, maybe, but it's like it's centralised. So it's say, I, I don't know. And they're talking they can't bring in the bunker till next year. You go, why? It's just fucking TV screens, you idiots. You know how long it takes to build a bunker, Adam? Come well, on, No, mate. that's a fair point. I've been in your panic room. <laughs> so basically, it would be someone who has access to... Foxtel... And Channel 7. Yeah, basically. That's exactly <laughs> right, because they're not looking at any other vision that's not on the broadcast. Maybe that's the problem. The AFL can't afford a Foxtel subscription for every game. And so there's like, fuck, man, can you just watch, you know, can you watch a, a few Foxtel going? And just like, man, I'm watching my phone. I can't yeah. see every angle. Has anyone here got Telstra that you can do? You can do live streaming through <laughs> oh, the shit. AFL app. Oh, fucking, it's on my oh, my iPod, but it's uh, <laughs> same size as my phone. So, yeah, so they talk about bringing, but yeah, it's getting to my, and Adam, Adam, we've said it once, we've said it again. Mm. It's going to cost someone a grand final. And I genuinely believe that there will come a time, if it did happen in grand final, that people go to court. Oh, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like if you, you know, you go, why not? Mate, if Collingwood's losing the grand final by, well, any team, but Eddie Maguire's not letting that fucking shit through. But and even we get to, oh God, it's a goal and it could have been a point. I mean, it should have been a goal, yep. but it was a point. But then we get to, it was called out of bounds on the full. But it was Oh, point. whether it could be that. Like, you know. Could you do that, that one? Well, it could, but there, there are, Point ramifications as well. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. See, the thing is, though, with the centralised, um, with the bunker, you've got one team looking at all the games. Now, hardly any games overlap these days. So yeah. if you've got nine, there might be two on the Sunday afternoon and two on the Saturday afternoon that overlapped. I forget, Chris, I was in there too, though. Well, that's true. But he's looking at reports. Yeah. So has that taken up a whole team? Well, maybe Chris has a bunker looking at reports. A report bunker? Yeah, and then we have the... Got review bunker. Well, see, maybe that's the thing. They've already blown their bunker budget on the reports. Yeah, sure. They and Chriso's like, yeah. they're like, hey, Chriso, can we move the goal review? He's like, fuck off. Yeah, he's in a cave. I just set this up. Yeah, he's in a cave in Mount Kosciuszko. I know where I know where all this shit is. I know where all the buttons are. I know where all the replays are. Man, I'm not made of Foxtel fucking yeah. <laughs> go apps. <laughs> so, but the thing, like, with that, in the NFL in America, yeah. they have that, uh, it all goes back to New York. Yeah, yeah. But also the NFL in America, they have better footage. 
Like they have crystal clear slow yes. motion footage. Yep. We have a blurry football going through, you know. And uh, we don't always look at that when we're doing it. Mm. I was uh, watching the Sunday footy show and they said an error last year was the goal reviewer hit the wrong button. Really? Yeah. So he's gone, bang, done. Fuck, fuck behind. What? No, that was, a, oh, fuck no. Well, I think it was last week we talked about who the fuck these people were. Yes. And we don't know their names and we want to know their names. We want names. Because we've got a lot of anthrax to send to their homes. <laughs> and so from Michael here, we got a letter, uh, email from uh, Michael from, I just heard on Perth Radio that the video review person for the West Coast Bulldogs game uh, was not a former goal umpire or former umpire anyway, but was an admin person for the WAFC, WA Footy Commission. So this is some poor schmo. Who works in admin, okay? That doesn't mean like they're high-powered. Not at all. Admin could be data entry for all we know. Mate, that's work experience, kid. That could be just like someone just updating the stats from the waffle from the weekend. Yeah, he's just coming in. He's punching in data entry. Yeah, he's, you know, so-and-so, 35 touches, you know. Hey, mate, do you know your way around a laptop? Oh, I guess so. Why? Hey, you got Foxtel Go? Yeah. Because uh, we're not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Why? Oh, mate, just watch this game, and if, uh, if, you hear, if you hear a voice, that's an umpire on the field. What do you mean? Yep. Mate, just press this button or this button. Yep. Oh, fuck. And whatever you do, don't press the wrong button, but if you do, we'll ignore it. <laughs> uh, football in real life here from Dan. I was waiting in the West Coast team store for them to put a number four on the back of my new Premiership Guernsey. Oh, congratulations, Dan. My team is doing very well. And I spotted 2006 Norman Smith medalist Andrew Embley wearing mm. a... Your classic corporate get-up, trying on new era caps. He eventually settled on a black-on-black 3931-size-fits-almost cap. I think that's the thing. Yep. He took it to the counter to pay for it. The young lady at the till gave him a discount, but it shocked me that the Premiership hero and club legend had to pay anything. Surely he's earned all the gear he could ever want for. And we mean uh, merchandise when we say that. (laughs) I completely agree. Absolutely. Andrew Embley should not have to pay for anything in Western Australia. He should have just like put on a hat, walk out the shop. Someone goes, hey, so you didn't pay for that. He goes, I'm Embers, mate. Fuck the fuck off. Get the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. they go, and then they go, all right, uh, integrity unit, stand down. <laughs> it's Embers. If he wants a 39, if he wants 10, 39, 31 Absolutely. size fits I couldn't believe he paid for that. Yeah. Only thing being maybe the person behind the counter didn't know who he was. Fucking disgraceful. Yeah, disgraceful. You get a job there. You have to watch every game if the egg was ever played. Yeah, they run, they hold up a person. You go, uh. John McKenna. Yeah. Peter Wilson. <laughs> Mick Maltas. Yeah. Oh, I oh, know that guy. That's Daniel Chick. I bought some shit. All right, mate. You know everyone. Just move along. <laughs> From Sean. Uh, not quite a footballer, by, but coaches in real life. Um, Seating in a bar after a work conference this week in Thursday night. So. Last Thursday. Last Thursday week. Yep. Uh, having a couple of refreshments when who should saunter in but Ross Lyon. Look out. Needless to say, I was compelled after a few bowls of liquid courage to interrupt his phone call to say g'day and get a photo with the legend himself. Wow. He was more than happy to say hello and have a photo before returning to his call. So full points to him for being a champion about it. That yeah, is amazing from Ross. Do you reckon there was a little bit of subterfuge on the phone call? Subterfuge. He's probably talking to. Uh, oh, he's probably talking to Sauce. Gun Sauce, mate. When are you get rid of him? Looks so sorry. I reckon Barramundi bowl on Tuesday sounds pretty good. When are you get rid of Bolts, mate. But also, my question, boom, like, when should I pretend that I'm going to coast three men on next year? Do you think Ross Lyon will end up at Carlton? Nah, I don't reckon. I think I think it's kind of beginning to work from a free hour, and I reckon, I reckon for the Blues to get him, he. It's been at two clubs, he would have had to win a flag. Yeah, okay. You don't get three shots at the club without winning a flag. But everyone seems to love what he does. I don't love the dourness. Like, if Frio were a freewheeling, like in that first game against North, they kicked 150 points. Mm. And you went, oh, we've got a new Frio here. Yeah, yeah. But since then, they've been like, you know, 10 mm. goals, 12 goals. Mm. Can't they want that? But it's work tapes for Ross over the years. Well, that is very true. <laughs> the rings he got. <laughs> uh, from Jace. Ah, I like this is a good one. It's my wife. Not that the other ones weren't great ones, but this is a great one. No, uh, you just you just put them in order, mate. It's my wife's football is a real life story from a couple of years ago. She was on her hen's day. This is, this is awesome. And Adam, you know this too. Travelling in a limo with her champagne fueled friends to the Porti Polo. 
Uh, here we go. In brackets, no helicopter, but she is doing very well for herself. Well, she's doing well, but she's not doing <laughs> as well as some of us. Going to the Portsy Polo in a helicopter. If you don't know, Adam went to the Portsy Polo in a helicopter a few months ago. Done it twice now because Adam is a fucking low dog. Uh, a shirtless fellow walked past and jumped onto the limo. Into the limo, mate. Jumped that into really, the limo. That really changes the uh, the story if he jumps on oh, the limo. Oh, I didn't mean, I didn't say that. Into the limo. Yes, yeah, so yes. poor reading. <laughs> As the Carlton supporter, my wife shows little interest in football and didn't recognise the topless gent. Being the kind of people, being the kind of people who frequent limos, my friend, my wife's friends barrack for the demons. Really, frequent limos. That's cool. My they barrack for the demons and did recognise the gent to be. None other than a Jack Watts. What? What's he? Topless after the polo? This, this is fucking... I Jumping don't know if I can believe limo. this. I don't know if I can believe this story, but continue on. Uh, it's all fiction. <laughs> the girl's got a few photos with him laying over them, etc. Oh, I love etc. And according to my wife, uh, nothing further happened. There was, uh. a, there was a little bit of swimming. A little bit of swimming. A little bit of swimming. He had his trackies on. He loves it. Uh, Jack didn't even get the Avice and Pulver out. <laughs> The following season, Jack went to port and the rest is history. Fortunately, my wife met me at the altar soon after. It appears she couldn't resist a man like myself who enjoys nothing more than... Oh, okay, we then swimming. Swimming and something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that said, I do tend to wear a T-shirt to most functions, but she seems fine with that. Ah, you've married a wonderful lady, Jace. And I'm sure your wife has married a wonderful man. Let's break down Jack but, Watts' day. But, but, she could have married Jack Watts. That would have been pretty Well, let's just, let's just assume that the etc. in that... Putsi polo. very open-ended. Putsi polo, limo going by. I, I imagine it's full of people that hence night. Maybe they had a window open. So maybe there's a bit of calling out. Stuff Mate, like that. they're out the roof. Oh, out the roof, they of course. They yeah, the roof. Sure, they're sure, yelling sure. out. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. yelling out, hot shirtless guy. Yeah. He jumps in. He's had a... He didn't want to, though. He didn't want to. No, no, no. He's no, just no. seen uh, He's seen a hens party. He's an innocent victim. And he, and he thought, footy fans... Maybe they want a clinic. Yeah, maybe they want a clinic. They don't know which team I play for because they haven't got my top on. I know, I don't know. They, they don't can't know. tell, but they can see the physique so rippling. Jump in. And, and you know what? It wasn't that hot down at the polo this year, so it would have been, you know, it wouldn't have been uh, too sunburned. Well, this was from a couple of years ago, so it might have been pre-your days, actually. Oh, mate. Um, but, and we're not saying anything, Jace, but if you want to send the pictures to junktimeaforpod at gmail, we are junktimeaforpod at Twitter and Facebook, and we are junked up Alpha Pod on Instagram. Yeah, especially the, the photos that uh, make up, etc. <laughs> They're the ones that we want. Anything that, any, you know what? Any junk times out there, if you've got photos that fit into the etc. category, etc. category, yeah, yeah. We'll have them. Yeah, junk time Alpha Pod at Gmail. Okay. <laughs> We'd love to see them. Don't forget junk bet. We're going to hit the road. Go Hawks. Go Blues. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 